Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with my good friend, Anjeza. She talks a little bit about her childhood. We talk a little bit about religion and spirituality. Uh, we talk a little bit about government. We talk a little bit about health and well-being and about not being a mental prisoner or being controlled by other people. We talk about a lot of stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy, and today... I am joined by an old friend from Los Angeles, Angie. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, guys. My name is Agnesa Angie Giga. I reside in Los Angeles currently, but I was born in Albania, lived in Greece, and traveled often to Italy and Germany, all over the world. So, But LA is home now, so... Yes, I, I, I consider myself a Los Angelino. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, hey, that's what happens. Everybody moves to L.A., and they become more L.A. than people like myself that were from L.A. <laughs> no, but I'm okay. I am not L.A., L.A. Like I know. I people. know. I know you're not. That's no, why you're I mean, on this podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Because if you were L.A., L.A., we wouldn't even be talking right now. <laughs> um, but uh, so but you... me and you have a special connection, Jeremy. Yes, I tattooed you. You. Did, you did my tattoo, my first and only tattoo. And I have it on my back and I carry it everywhere. So you are always with me. <laughs> and, and everybody asks me like, oh, did it hurt because it's on your back? And I'm like, I didn't even feel it. When it was done and he said, you were ready? I'm like, did you start? <laughs> it was done. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I, I love the tattoo. Well, and I always think about it's when in people Hebrew, compliment. Right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's the name of God. Oh, name yeah, of God. Uh, Yeshua? Yeah, it says Abba, Yeshua, Adonai, Elohim, mm-hmm. Ehi, which means Father, my Lord, uh, my Father, Jesus, my Lord, God Almighty, I am that I am. And it has a heart creating an exclamation point on my spinal cord, which is passion, and it stands on God keeps my head up like a spinal cord and allows me to move. So it's very meaningful. And I remember studying about it, making sure that it's correct. And when I came to you, you were very passionate about the letters of Hebrew, and that was perfectly worked with working with somebody that was very talented and, and actually was passionate about you know, creating something beautiful. Well, you said that it holds your spine up and a lot yeah. of people don't understand, which I, I want to get into tonight because I have a different approach at, at like uh-huh. the, the, the Bible. And I, for me, it's, 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 a, it's, it is the word of God for sure. But there's also a very uh, deep mystical element to it that I think a lot of, you know, churches and people overlook with it. And so, it's holding your spinal column up. Uh, Christ died when he was thirty-three. There's thirty-three vertebrae in the spinal column, and oh wow! And 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 the 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 base of the spine is the root, and mm-hmm. the spine climbs to the crown. Mm-hmm. You know, the King of Kings, the crown chakra. Right. Yeah. Um, that's so, the, that's beautiful. I, I didn't think of it. Uh, usually people get shocked. Like they come to it, usually like Jewish people or Israeli, I would say. And they're like, they start talking to me in Hebrew. And I'm like, no, I just know. 
Yeah, I'm like, Shalom, Anishma, that's all I know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, and I tell them the meaning of it, and they are kind of like shocked and taken because, you know, a lot of people do tattoos just because it's cool, you know? Yes. But I have this meaning because, you know, being an artist that I am, and I'm on red carpet or I am in interviews, and people ask me, like, you know, what makes you who you are? And I tell them it's God, and people kind of, it's vaguely, they're like, oh, okay, but we want to know who, who is your role model. I'm like, God, <laughs> you know, it's like the absolute perfect, role model to have and you know obviously we fail we are not so close to being close to him necessarily but it's so important to remind yourself that you keep your head up in your life in this world where we live which darkness is so obvious and and and, and present it's so important to keep your head up and remem remember who you are and what is your purpose for being here and that just every time i wear something and it's always like back open or something where i put my head here up i just remember God tells me, keep your head up because the spinal cord keeps your head up and allows you to move. And that's what God stands for. Keep your head up and keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So where did you grow up again? I was born in Albania, but since I was seven years old, I traveled a lot in Germany, in Italy, in Greece, in Macedonia, like a dancer initially and a model. And then I shifted into music and acting. Um, I lived in Greece. I was working as a singer and dancer. And then my family won the green card lottery i was underage so the choice was do you want to stay in greece and do your career which was going very well at the time and i said no i just want to come to the united states i'm only was the land of the dreams was the land of opportunities who doesn't want to come to the united states mm -hmm. i moved to new york with my family and then new york was too cold for me and i felt like too distant and i always went to california so i left home one day i packed the luggage i left a note and i told mom I'm going for my dream. Don't give me your blessing. Don't, you know, don't feel bad. I just have to search for my journey. And I just moved here by myself in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, that is the hero's journey. Um, yeah. Like I moved to Hawaii by myself. And then I moved I know, I remember. to Washington I remember. by myself. And How was Hawaii? Hawaii was incredible. Um, so... I've been to a couple of your shows, and let me just tell you guys, Angie knows how to dance. She knows how to sing. She has incredible stage presence. She's a very attractive young lady, and uh, and she's also got a brain between her shoulders, which is really important. Thank you. You're sweet. Yes. Um, uh, Hawaii was... Uh—the reason why I left L.A. is because when I was in L.A., um, I was a very successful tattoo artist in Los Angeles. Uh, mm -hmm. I, you know, I had to turn away a lot of business. Um, but, uh, I just had felt, you know, I had everything I wanted. I had a nice little place where I lived. Um, I made a lot of money. I was traveling, um, and, I had a lot of girlfriends and yeah, <laughs> I remember when I met you, <laughs> I got to this place where I just felt like it was too easy mm. and that as a man, I needed to challenge myself and, um, my spirit, my, my whole life, basically from about 20, I've always felt like there was a God but my mm -hmm. since I was twenty, I've pretty much been on on a on a spiritual journey for sure. And um, so Hawaii was just another 
chapter in my spiritual evolution. And uh, that's good. Hawaii is where I learned about natural law, which I refer to as God's law. It's infallible. If you don't follow the laws of nature, you fail. Mm -hmm. And um, it's everywhere. And what modern man likes to refer to it as science, but science is just, I think I posted something the other day that said science is just an excuse for people who need someone else to interpret their reality and the world around them for them. It's, it's so interesting you said that because a few days ago I had this conversation. I don't know with who, I, I don't remember if maybe it was with you, but um, it's just I see people a lot escaping from God and, and running away from him. And, I and you know, embrace this, uh, you know, and not to offend anybody because everybody has their own perception and views and, and choices in life, but... Uh, it's just they embrace like something that is does not have a leader. Embrace Buddhism or embrace uh, spiritualism or embrace Hinduism or anything like that that doesn't necessarily have someone to hold them accountable for their for their actions. And I feel one of the reasons they escape is because in their ego, in their in their self assurance, they see themselves that I don't need somebody to tell me what to do. I need, I can be in peace myself. I can choose these things myself. And they escape, but they, they, they have the same thing, like Hinduism and Buddhism and all these things. They all have the same thing, love each other, be in peace, be kind, yes. respect each other. And it's just like, why do you need to escape from God that says the same thing? And you are escaping, going to a place that you don't have any 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 protection. Like I, when, I, when I feel like when I walk with God, things bad things happen. You know, being a Christian does not mean that you are safe. But being able to know that you have somebody protecting you and it's there for you. It has this comfort that when you are in panic, you feel like, hey, you know what? I know life is tough. I know this is difficult, but I know he got my back. And when I think of somebody that escapes from God and says, I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to meditate and I'm going to, to, you know, pray in the nature and everything else. It's just like you are trying to find the same thing without protection, the way I feel it, you know? And it's just like, why escape from God and try to do the same exact thing without protection? And it just it just blows my mind, but maybe it's because it, well, a you know, lot of people it's... aren't even meditating and praying in nature. They're they're just they're just stuck in nihilism and atheism and television. Because yeah. when I was in Hawaii, a lot of my spiritual growth came from being in nature and meditation, yeah. like deep, like not just oh, I'm going to sit down for five minutes, but like an hour at a time, sometimes two hours a day I was meditating. And then I would pray yeah. after every time I meditated. And, you know, when I was young, my family, they always had me in, in um, and, you know, church and vacation Bible school and summer Christian camp and all that stuff and then I got uh -huh. older and I my grandma was Native American she was born on a reservation she was born on the um Muskoki Sac and Fox Indian Reservation uh -huh. in Tama Iowa and I wanted to learn about that so I got really deeply involved in you know like Native American ceremonies and and spirituality and to this day I probably know about 30 different song songs and different native languages and um that was a really deep uh experience for me and then you know and probably around the time you and me met i i went to a buddhist like monastery uh -huh. thing and i got involved in meditation and um and then shortly after that I, I i moved to hawaii and then i got into some of like um 
like plant-based hallucinogens. And that was a deep, profound experience. And then when I left Hawaii, which was about four years ago, I was 40 years old, um, just based on all the conspiracy stuff and studies of the occult and all this stuff, it was um, me witnessing a full-blown satanic global takeover, which pretty much led me back to the Bible and the teachings of Jesus. So it wasn't Christ that brought me back to Christ. It was Satan that brought me back to Christ. Wow. Well, it, it sounds like it was the lack of light that brought you to light. And they they coexist. And, you know, you have light or you don't have light. And when you don't have light, it's darkness. And, and you know, often I hear people's story that they hit rock bottom. That's when they found God. And that's maybe that's what you need to have. That's what you need to see to be like, it cannot get worse than this. I need the light. And that's when it shoots, you know. And then you're like, oh, my eyes are open. And I believe everybody has his own timing, like you said you had like this whole journey going around trying to find who you are in your family and everything else and it just it just at the right time at the right moment god had the the timing for you you know i remember my mom i mean we come from a muslim come i mean family in my family we, they were all muslims because of you know where we were born a turkish invasion and everything else mm-hmm. and at 10 years old we had American people coming and preaching about, you know, uh, God. And I just, from, for me, Jesus, that clicked. It was like, it worked for me. It opened my eyes. And I'm like, this is it. I, this, I love this person that loves me. And, you know, and I was a child and I was so open to change. I was open to something else, you know. But the story for my mom was different. She was very sick when she was in the United States. And she kept having dreams that there is this doctor healing her all the time. And every time she says thank you to this doctor, is the face of Jesus. And she's like, why am I having this? And uh, at this time, she was working at the church as well. And then every time she would have a problem at home with my dad or with my brother, she would go and, and just fall in her, in, in, on her knees in the sculpture of Jesus and just cry, cry and just feel better. And she didn't know why she was doing it. And one day she tells me, she's like, I know you have the Bible in Albania. Can, Albanian. Can you send it to me? I'm like, mom, why? She's like, I just need it. I just need it. I said, I feel... I feel this person, this this is my God, and this heals me, you know? And I just send it to her. She never read it. She just keeps it next to her head when she sleeps, and she falls asleep in peace. And that's how she, her timing was. God found her that way. And it's just like, wow, everybody has a different story, you know? Yeah, everybody has a different story. And I also, I try to keep in perspective, too, because these... There's a lot of things like that. There's issues that I have with Christianity too, like um, because I know I wasn't born with a Bible in my hand, and none of us were, and I believe our lives a lot of times are our own biblical passage, and um, I could be wrong. I don't, you know, I don't claim to know everything. I feel like I know a lot, but the more I know, the more questions I have. Um, but I feel like there's a lot of people out there that, that are good people that live good lives that aren't, um, that aren't Christians or whatever, and that do believe in God. And maybe it's not the God of the Bible. And that's where my, um, my whole, my whole dilemma with the church itself um, lies and and knowing that Christ 
was not a big fan of religion or politics or the bankers and tax collector or anything but but he sat with them but he loved them and he sat with them and he said doctor goes to the sick and you know speaking about a lot of christians that have their their point of view that we are the only one that we are right and that everybody goes to hell and it's just like this hypocrisy and that ego because god did not say that because only god can decide god can lift the the broken one god can lift the one that is the sinful god god chose paul to bring the news to the gentiles that he was a hater of jesus he was actually killing people that believed in jesus and he chose him because that was his plan and who are us to say this person is not good enough this this person does bad things they're going to go to hell god's plan for everybody is different this he sees hearts and he sees potential and he likes God is a fan of miracles. He likes to get the person that is the weakest, the the most contra, you know, controversial person, and says, "I'm going to use you for my glory." And you cannot judge. I mean, Mary Magdalene, for example, she was the least person in the Bible that could possibly be next to Jesus and be such an important character in the Bible, but she was because he chose so. And it goes to show that some people think that oh, I have followed God and I have done the right thing and I do good deeds and everything else and why am I getting good things? It's because your heart is so boasted and proud. So, you know, yes. and you you have to be humble because God says who is the last is going to be the first and who is the first is going to be the last. A lot of churches don't know this. They use the word of God. One of the reasons I left church, I don't go to church anymore. I don't want to mention names of church, but they turned it into a business. They were selling yes. their books. They were selling their books or they were selling their clothing line and they were start preaching their book in the in, in the church and saying, oh, here is my, uh, the, the page number 16 in my in my book says this. And it's the same as the Bible. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You are twisting this. I don't come here for your book. I come here for the word. And if I like the image and uh, how you are preaching, then I want to know more about your life and I want to follow your book and the rest of it. And yeah. they put themselves before God, not not knowing that everything is about God. You know, Absolutely. we were given a chance in this world to use our talent, to use our calling, to use our passion, everything God gives us to use to unite people, to bring people together, to love people. God says love without any excuses. And um, one of the things I have seen on Facebook, you know, because obviously we have kept in touch through Facebook, what I've seen, something that it's odd to me. Um, you will accept every point of view of people. Like I see all the time, people in your comments, they're saying things controversially and you just, you're just cool. You just maintain your calm. And I don't have that. For example, when somebody attacks me, I, 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 my choice in life is I want to keep positivity in my life. So I block people and that's my, that's how I cope. I I will engage. (laughs) I will engage with people. uh, If, if I think that they're, what you were talking about, like pride, which I feel yeah. like is definitely at this current time, pride is a big fucking thing. Greed yeah. and pride are like r- lately have been the two seven deadly sins that I've I've mm-hmm. been pondering on a lot lately is pride and greed. And yeah. um, when you look at like the church right now, um, you know, they're tax free institutions. Well, we know right. that the government that those institutions are under are the greediest people on the planet. So for me, I'm a very psychological person. So I say, why would these institutions be tax free if these, these godless, you know, satanic overlords 
because I see most high level politicians as members of satanic cults. Uh, oh. Why would they allow these institutions to be tax free? And I believe that it's because they just kind of keep the sheep in line for, you know, the politicians. Um, and like, as far as my Facebook goes, you know, one thing I am like, I just abhor is ignorance. If you're yeah. stupid and you're lying or you're defending lies or you're ignoring lies or you're supporting lies, I will be the first person to jump down your throat and crawl out of your ass with the truth. Yeah. There is a, there is a specific girl that always comments on your, on your, and it just like, it makes me like, ah, I want to say something. Cause Jara it's like so, math, Jara. Yeah. I think it's, I yeah, think that, bitch. and it's just, and, and I and I see this, and I'm like, your patience is like beyond. Because well, for she's me, she's trans, example, and she's a, uh, she's always been a little strange, but yeah. But you but you're cool. You're like okay, Jara, and then other people as well. Like you know, uh, you know. I let her is. snitch on herself. She's telling the world how stupid she is, and I let her do that. <laughs> I let her represent herself publicly to people. That's one thing that I do with a lot of these people. I I I throw a point out there. These idiots intervene. They say all this stupid stuff, and then I let them publicly humiliate themselves. Yeah, the thing. And it's not that I'm trying to be malicious. It's yeah, you know, I'm trying to wake you guys up, and you guys just drown with drown with your own words. (laughs) Yeah, you guys are being stupid. So my with my circle, for example, they are taking it personally, and that that to me is like okay. I know you for what seven or ten years. You have never bought my music. You have never come in my shows. You have I've never. Been, seen I've been to a couple movies. of your shows. No, no, no. I'm just saying, not not for you. I'm oh. saying in general, these people that are getting personal. That I mean, they're marked before. Oh, you don't speak English. Like English is not your language. And I speak four languages and I sing in nine languages. And every, you know, and every put... everybody loves an accent. Let's be real. But but you know, but the thing is, with these people that I get, they're like, oh, you don't understand what they said because English is not your language must be your 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 problem with English and it's just like okay like I have a published book inspirational book I'm writing my second one I have all done all these things but you 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 take it personally because of my belief with I how I see one thing and that's why for me it's like okay you have never been in my life to support me my music my acting my shows my books you have never been there to to support my my children organization or anything like that so now after five or six years, you felt the need to come to my page and tell me that I am not right and I should shut up because I don't know how to speak English. And it's just like, you are lucky you are in my Facebook. I don't know how you are in my Facebook, you know, because you have never been there. That's why I tell people, like, I'm not worried to block people or to to have an argument with people because I don't have any of these people. You cannot lose somebody you never had, you know? So many people... So many people block me. I just accept it. Like, you know, I posted something about the other day. I was like, this idiot that I used to work at a tattoo shop with, he was a piercer. I've never really liked piercers, and I'm saying it publicly. I I just haven't met any piercers that I really like. They're all into fucking weird death metal music. They're all into cutting themselves. They're Uh just fucking weird to me. I'm just not... (laughs) And I work in that industry. I just, I'm not a fan of piercers. I've always had bad experiences with them. To me, they're like rollerbladers in a skateboard park. So this guy that I did free tattoos on, I post something. He doesn't agree with it. He attacks me, calls me a selfish asshole, and then blocks and deletes me after he starts talking shit to me. And it's just like, dude, like, I gave you like $600 worth of free tattoos. Like, I could have been 
using my time on somebody else, but I was a nice guy to you. Yeah. Uh, and it was always because I saw him as pathetic, you know, and yeah. it's like I felt sympathy for him. And so but people will can't... block me and I just, I'm like, oh, great. Well, that's just, you know, God eliminating stupidity from my life. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, is it interesting, this 2020, a lot of people see it as a cursing year. And I, I do see it as the, the dirt coming in the surface. Yes. You know, when you do a cleanse in your body and you start having like like breakouts and stuff in your in your face or your body. And you're like, why? I, I thought this is supposed to clean me. Yeah. And that's exactly that's how you clean, you know. Yeah. But I see people, even people that I know that I worked with, people that have donated. There was this guy at one point that donated like five hundred dollars to the kids company because he was into he was a producer, rapper producer. And he attacked me because I spoke about BLM that I don't believe in it. They're not standing for black people. They are standing for other things. Yeah. You know, they, white they are, politicians. They are how, yeah, they're how, social Democrats. Yeah. They don't care about black people and they're yeah. rioting and everything else. So he comes to me so angry and he takes it personal. He's like, I regret giving you money. And I said, first of all, you, I didn't get any money. For me, 100% of my, the money that people donate to my kids, they go to the kids because I, in front of God, I cannot do anything bad with that money because I stand before God and honesty is before God, not before people. But yes. first of all, at 500, you give it to the kids. You actually help 23 kids every semester to have art classes and be inspired and be confident about, you know, what to do with their life because they come from abuse background, one, yeah. first of all. Secondly, that money did not go to me. But for you throwing in my face, just because I have a belief, just because I see things like that. And, you know, coming from a communist country, I abhor and I, I despise being not having the freedom of speech, not yes. being able to express yourself, not having the freedom of religion and believing in your God. And that's why I'm so passionate. And people on Facebook is like, what happened to you? You used to be so nice and kind. And now you're so aggressive. And, and I'm like, I'm not aggressive. It's it's my life in line. It's time. It's my freedom. It's, it's my freedom. I'm, if, if I if I stand and I don't speak, then then my, my right to believe is going to be taken. My right to carry yes. weapon is going to be taken. My, I'm not going to be safe. I cannot go out. My home is going to be taken away. Yes. I cannot have a job. It's my life. Of course, I'm going to to, uh, to speak up and be be maybe sounding aggressive or anything else because I want justice and I Absolutely. want the truth to be out, you know? Well, yes. Well, and, and like, like you said right now, like with a lot of people, with all these different movements, I feel like a lot of people feel like they're helping people and I also feel like a lot of people are narcissists and they're just kind of going along with whatever's popular. So yeah. they'll start arguments with you about shit they know nothing about. They didn't research BLM. They don't know where that money's going from. They haven't even researched the Democratic Party, which was the people that kept slaves. Um, the Republican Party was started by blacks. The Democratic Party then started the KKK to terrorize black people right. into into voting for them. And then then the Democrats were behind uh, the fall of uh, they were behind the fall of Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma. The Democrats were behind that. And uh, then you look at the Tuskegee experiments where they were injecting black people with syphilis and other things for almost mm -hmm. 60 years. This is all Democratic shit. And, yeah. and, and you got Margaret Sanger who started Planned Parenthood to basically create a, a genocide um, mm -hmm. on black Selling people through babies. Planned Parenthood um, yeah. and, and kill more black babies than, than anyone else. And right. so all these people, they, you know, when they see fucking punk ass LeBron James, who's a member yeah. of the black boule Masonic order, basically 
he's a house N-word, you know, trying to keep the people in the field in line. These people don't know that because they don't know about psychological warfare. But see somebody like me who grew up in gang neighborhoods and spent years in jail, and I know about psychology, and I know about the criminal mind. I, I see exactly what's going on, and so they'll attack me and call me all kinds of names. But it's like, dude, you're supporting the downfall of mm-hmm. all these people. Like, Amazon doesn't give a fuck about BLM. You guys are trying to convince me that all these major news outlets and wealthy corporations that have been oppressing everybody forever all of a sudden had a change of heart and now they care about black people? Man, yeah. get the fuck out of here with that yeah. stupid shit. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what's the worst, though, I feel? You give facts to people. Like, I, I watched documentary Uncle Tom, for example. It was, like, eye-opening for me. And uh, I, I watch all these documentaries and people that are speaking about the truth and the story that you mentioned right now. I see, even in on, on, in the street, you see billboards about, you know, a, abortion, and you have a black baby, gorgeous black baby there, and that they actually have a face of a black baby then talking about taking the, the, uh, the one of, what's that, Plan B or, or abortion or yeah. anything else. The, the the approval of the up to 36 week abortion which is ba- basically the baby's form and ready to come out mm-hmm. and you know there was that journalist guy investigator that he actually you know interviewed and and blasted everything about planned parenthood that they are selling the the fetuses the baby fetus the yes. organs and people are buying them mala harris was connected and it's just like people are seeing this and you know what's the comeback ah is the orange man better and I'm like, how does you, you I, I bring you all the news and then you still say, oh, is the other version better? For me, it's like being in an abusive relationship and you go there and somebody comes to you and say, I saw your boyfriend cheating. I saw your boyfriend stealing the money. I saw this. And then you say, ah, is your man better than this? Yeah, exactly. I'm to help you yeah. to see it. Well, I, think, out. I think what you know? happened is, is, is like our country has been MK ultraed by the television. and other things and they're also suffering from stockholm syndrome they like being abused i literally believe genetically there's genetic things programmed into humanity and i believe a large portion of humanity is genetically on top of all the bullshit they put like fluoride in our water and all these Mm -hmm. neurotoxins to keep us submissive and unaware and ignorant people legitimately like have slave mentalities Mm-hmm. And and so for me, I'm not an evil person, so I would never do what the government's doing. But from their perspective, I understand perfectly why they're doing this. They're like, these guys are idiots. They don't fucking yeah. care. We're over here. We're showing them all the time that we're doing all this horrible stuff, and they're still supporting us and worshiping us and yeah. sending us money. They fucking get whatever they have coming. So yep. I don't like that. I would never do it, but I understand where these sick people are coming from. Because when you look at humanity, it's like, let's take Jesus for an instance. The story of Jesus is God comes back in the flesh. And what does Mm -hmm. humanity do to him? They fucking murder him. Yes. Right? Yes. That's how sick he's going around healing people. He's waking people up. He's he's trying to empower people. He's spreading a message of love, healing, and truth. And they kill him. Yeah. Right. So and and to me, there's nothing new under the sun, which is why when everybody talks all this science stuff, oh, science, you don't believe in science. It's like, dude, none of this stuff is new. You think all this stuff, this technology and stuff is new. 
I don't believe that it is. I believe that there's been technology around for years. Uh-huh. And, and I mm-hmm. believe all this, this perversions and all this stuff has always been around. And to me, the version of science that we get now is just a bunch of junk that only yeah. benefits small groups of people. And we all suffer when we could be doing it like, you know, naturopathically or holistically, which would be way better. But they've suppressed all that information. So they have been, they, Jeremy, I've been so suppressed. It's like you being abused for many years and then you are given the opportunity to exit an abusive relationship and you don't have the power, you don't have the strength to exit and you're like, I'm better here. It's better than nothing because you're afraid to start new and have nothing with nothing is better than having something bad. Because I noticed, with, for example, when this documentary uh, came, uh, was something about the vaccination pandemic. Yeah. And you read it and you hear it and it makes sense. And you know, vaccine have never done anything for people, have never cured anything, no. have never stopped anything, have done bad things for people. Yes, and I wrote it. about it. I had people attacking me and saying yeah. that, oh my gosh, are you anti-vax? Oh my gosh, dear. Oh, you are so wrong. Oh, this. Yeah. And I'm like, I never, since I was a kid, my mom did it because I, you know, I wasn't aware of it, but I never took vaccine and I'm fine. I've never been sick. Thank God. I've yeah. had like flus and things like this, but with the garlic and uh, cleansing my system with green juice and everything else, yes. water and lemon, and uh, you, our body heals ourselves. We were, we were built to heal ourselves. You know, you get cuts and your body immediately releases the juice to protect it you know and it's the collagen so you are made to heal yourself because you are such a wonderful fearful creature made like like it's written in the bible you are fearfully and wonderfully made there is a reason for the words that are written in the bible but people just read it and eh, it's just like it's a word you have so much power in your mind as well it says if you have the faith of a seed you can tell this mountain to move and people dismiss all those things they, they don't understand they, they choose to be weak they choose to be controlled i saw a program of mlk for example how you are brainwashed by listening to the same message over and over and over again and you start believing i mean we are listening to music now in the radio of rihanna or all these people and it's not necessarily the best music but you hear it over and over and you're like oh, okay yep. good music you know you start you start like okay that's that's what it is that's what we have and it's just like it's so hard to exit that and it's just like blessed are those who see right blessed are those who can hear mm-hmm. because you can you know it's it's even in the bible it says they're going to hear but they're not going to listen and they're going to listen and not understand something like this and it's just like in this what we are living we are living this reality you know yes. for example emmy coney barrett i think her name got chosen and um you know, when she was being questioned, a lot of people are against her. I see people in my Facebook, it's like, oh, I have more experience than her or anything else. This woman was impeccable on the question. She was, uh, you know, you know, you couldn't break her. And they just mocked her, mocked her on the religion. You know, God forbid you mock a Muslim on the religion. They make oh, it yeah. like a, such a big deal. And there's like, oh, why? She has the right to put a, a headpiece for her head or she has the right of her religion to believe. But then why are you hypocrite? Why can't you allow a Catholic person and their she, her own belief, not even in, inducing it in her profession? And then you go further. Democrats went further to say she's a white colonizing bitch, uh, you know, because she has two uh, kids from Haiti that she has she has uh, adopted. And then you are calling her like a colonizing white bitch because she has two black kids. And it's just like, imagine those kids listening to this, how sad it is. Well, she she decided to take two kids from Haiti and adopt them, unlike Hillary Clinton, who was transporting planes full of children out to fucking traffic them all over the country. And nobody's talking about that, 
right? No, it's not. No, but I mean, look at Biden and uh, Hunter. Oh, yeah. Nobody's Got an island about... right next door to Jeffrey Epstein. The Biden family has an island next door to Jeffrey Epstein. And then you got video footage multiple times of, of Joe Biden clearly with pedophile behavior invading yeah. the space of little girls. Multiple videos of him clearly being racist in front Touching of crowds of children. people. Touching now, children in front, and and you show it on Facebook, and people are like, "Oh, okay, you are telling me that the orange man doesn't touch women." Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, show me the videos. Like, right? You know, exactly. You, Not uh, only the video, but it's just like how what I'm telling you that is wrong, touching a child, and you are like, "Oh, okay, I see this," but do you know the other one is wrong too? Yeah, I'm like, let's focus on this. But you this know what bad. it is? Is is like you said, it's it's like being it's they they've been victims to repetition and the same story yeah. over and over and over, so it becomes reality. So like me, I, I, I make no like mistake. I, I'm not a, a registered voter. I do support the president, but I'm not mm-hmm. a registered voter. Um and, and and I don't completely trust him. But I trust him a whole hell of a lot more than Joe Biden or Hillary Clinton or any other president that I've had in my lifetime, for that matter. Um, Do I believe that there's some things that may be going on on the unders? Yes. He's a man. Mm -hmm. He's a member of the of the Masons. I don't trust the Masons. To me, they're like part of the satanic occult. Right. So for all I know. He's going to make people think that he's leading us to the promised land and they're going to fuck us from behind with China or Russia or I I don't know. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen, but I'm not ignorant enough to just trust the plan. You know, like I'll 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 look into QAnon here and there and it sounds great to me, but I don't trust the plan. Because why should I? My entire life, we've looked at psychopathic politicians with the constitution of serial killers. So I don't see Trump as like other politicians. He doesn't talk like them. He doesn't act like them. He's also done a lot of really good things for the country. But I also know there's things that he does that I don't agree with, that I'm skeptical of, or people. But far less than any other president in my lifetime. So I do support him, right? But you I'm know, not going to vote uh, for him because that's just not my game. Right. I, uh, I, I never voted before. It was the first time I voted was for Bernie Sanders. And the reason I did that is because I felt that he wanted to unite people. He wanted to bring this love and understanding. And because people were like so split from Obama that he used racism, even though he comes from a mixed uh, couple, like black and white. He just denied his mother that is white. He didn't even talk about her, but he focused everything. Every message was black, black, black. We are suppressed. First black president. And he, then he didn't this, do nothing for black people. He didn't do anything for black people. So when when Bernie Sanders introduced, you know, came and just like, oh, it's all about uni- unity. I'm like, oh, okay, this should, he's making a difference. That's the first time I voted. And then I, I was the one actually was against Trump because, you know, with everything media was was uh, introducing, it was like the babies, the, the immigrants and, and, and the wall. And I was like, this is wrong and everything else. And I was so passionate about it. And then I see what democratic party is introducing the riots when this all started in 2020 i that's why i woke up and then a friend of mine told me i'm going to give you a documentary watch it if you want see how you feel he's, he's like i'm going to give you my password because it costs like 20 dollars to watch the movie so i watch uncle tom and i'm like oh my gosh 
it's just this is what it is i have been like having this vision and exactly like you say he's not perfect like you know the president is right now but he has done so many things in three and a half years that others haven't done in in many many years and for me it's like i don't vote for the man and his personality because there is no perfection god is perfect when jesus comes here then i would be like okay you know but i vote on possibility everything mm-hmm. is being done the economy is better yeah, and employment absolutely. and unemployment is lower the changes with the black community a minority i see facts so if we are talking about science and i'm talking about facts these are facts they're facts that's changing Another you know, fact. You see the economy. You see, there is no war, a foreign war so far. He took. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt. He took like a. He's closing the the path of India, bringing medicine, because he's like we can make our own medicine. He's closing the path with China to bring all this product because he says we can make this. He's empowering the economy of the United States. What is wrong with that? Yeah, he's you know, the, I, he's he's one of the first presidents in my lifetime to not uh, praise globalism. Globalism to yeah. me means global communism, which, lo and behold, you look into, like, communist governments and the things these people were into, they're all Satanists. Yeah. That's They are satanic. They, they, yeah. they want your children. They want your souls. That's what communism is about. It's about yeah. an it's elite. Energy. It's about it's turning hell on earth is what it is. Yeah. Except yeah. for the elites that are going to be living in hell on earth too, because they're going to be doing hellish things to all yeah. of us and, and laughing and feeling good about it. So my whole thing with Trump was, is everybody was calling him a racist, racist, racist. And I'm like, wait a second. Every time I've seen Trump, he's been in the media with like black people and all this yeah. stuff. And then and women representative. Yeah. And like chicks always loved house. him. He always had a hot yeah. model girlfriend, like these presidents yeah. and all these other people that are being accused of pedophilia never had hot girlfriends. All their wives look like men. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, so when, when but like, it's why, like, that's, the, why the old, they had, that's why they had, them because, because I mean, he has the supermodel at home. He just like you know. But the po- beside that point is just like they say, oh, he's racist. He's, he doesn't believe in women's strength of women. He has all strong women. He has his daughter that is like advisor and is like a strong businesswoman. He has speaker of the house, strong, intelligent mm-hmm. Christian woman, and she Candace Owens speaking about it. Yeah. And you have a Republican in Atlanta, vote, uh, you know, black women that so are so many black conservatives. And it's just like. They're smart. You see this so woman. The smartest. Before, they are the smartest. Like, yeah. The, the black you hear conservatives them, we're like, are the oh my smartest. gosh, I'm inspired. You see this woman. Like, I, I love listening to Candace Owens. She's oh, yeah. just brilliant. Brilliant. You know? 100%. And, 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 she's, and she has this, she already is beautiful, but she has this extra beauty because of her brain and the way she breaks down everything and, mm-hmm. and the fearless that she is and how she says, you know, I'm not here to be liked on, I don't want to make friends. You know, I am here like an alarm clock. I'm here to wake you up and I'm okay if you don't like me. And she's so confident in where she stands. She has this beautiful family. She's, she's pregnant right now. You know, even though she married this white man, people are mocking her, but she yeah. stands so strong in her ground. She's yeah. like, she can answer anything and everything. You know. Oh, and she's, she, do you know who Joy Villa is? Who is that? Joy Villa. No. She's also a black conservative. She wore the Make America Great Again dress to the okay. Grammys. Oh, okay. I don't know. I have she, to check it out. You'd, you'd know her if you saw her, but she's been to the White House. She's a like personal friend of mine. I tattooed her probably, uh-huh. I want to say, about a year ago when I was in L.A. But 
you know, she's only got good things to say about the president. Like she's hung yeah. out with him and she's a good friend of mine, right? Like it's not like we're just like, oh, we're kind of friends. Like we still text each other every once in a while. We're good friends. Yeah. And she's black and 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 uh, I believe she's black, Argentinian and she's she an Italian, right? So she's yeah. very ethnic and mm -hmm. it's just and I know she's super intelligent. So yeah. it's it's like all these people their their measure of intelligence is whatever the the television is telling them and I'm like to me that's always been the idiot box. And yeah. But these fools, these proud fools want to argue with me about what's right and what's wrong and it's just like how come every time when i look at that specific party as a nonpartisan person every time i look at something shady in politics in the last four years it's always the democrats always yeah without a doubt right i'm not yeah. saying there hasn't been pedophile republicans because there have dennis hastert was one of them there's been plenty bill i think the bushes were pedophiles I right. hated classic conservatism, uh, yeah. but modern liberalism is just, I just can't stand it. I think it's I mean, just, I mean, it only attracts idiots and narcissists. And, and I'm moment, sorry if that offends people. The truth usually does. I mean, that's, that's your opinion. That's the thing. That's why you live in a, in a free country to, to give your opinion. And that's what I, I don't understand with people saying like, oh, my emotions. I am so hurt. Wow. Such an insensitive comment. I'm like, you know what? This is my belief. This is my my thought about it. And you take whatever it is. You say things that offend me as well. It, we are so we've become so weak so as weak. people, Ugh. and it's so hard to it's say pathetic. anything. You have to walk on eggshells. Like God forbid, I say that. For example, my belief: a man is a man, a woman is a woman. There is no gender fluidity. There is no age fluidity. Mm -hmm. This bullshit crap that liberal is coming. That oh, you know, I can children I am, can be trans. Yeah, I'm born a woman. I can be a man if I choose to. The baby has to decide their gender. Bullshit. Excuse Bullshit. my friends. You know what? It is what it is what God gave you. It's different what you feel like, you know, but the fact is this. For them to try to change the certification, the birth certificate, and change them to being a female or a woman, I don't want to marry one day a man, and I don't know that was they were a woman before, and I can even yeah. have babies. I, I don't have, have the right to know. So there's, you know? A, there's things that I am liberal-ish on, like... Like, and I've told people, I'm like, I don't like abortion, but I'm yeah. more liberal on that than other things. Because for me, my reasons for not liking it are spiritual reasons. Right. But I don't know how I would react if I got raped by my uncle and had his baby in my belly. Oh, no, those, would... are, those, are, those are cases that yeah. those are understandable, yes. you know. Or if I was going to die giving birth. Yeah. I, but again, Health it's issues. it's also not my karma. I don't, you know, I don't have to. So that's why I always say it's like I don't like it, but there's things that I'm liberal on it about because it's not my karma. The gay and trans thing, I'll I'll call you a woman if you want me to call you a woman. Right. I, I will I will do that if you want me to. Hey, girl, what's up? No problem. My whole thing is though, but I'm not gonna deny that gender is real it's like it's yeah. like so you're you're a trans woman you're not a biological woman you're a trans woman and and that's fine i'll respect you and treat you with kindness and you might even be drop dead gorgeous i mean plenty yeah. of them are yeah uh, yes but i'm not gonna get sucked into your mental psychosis 
and have you changing laws to suit your mental issues. That's just not yeah. going to happen. You well, know? The thing is, the thing, Jeremy, what bothers me, I love kids. As you know, I have a kids company. Uh, what bothers me is they're brainwashing the kids now. Yes. They don't know. They don't know what to choose. They're telling kids you can choose your gender. They cannot even choose their own outfit. You know, yeah. when they go out, mom needs to choose their outfit. At seven years old, you are teaching a child anal sex and bondage. Yes. It's, it's just so wrong. They are supposed to, to, to not, they are raping them from their childhood. Allow yes. them when they grow to a certain age to make the choice that they want to know more. They want to explore more. They want to make those choices. I had kids in my company as well. Their mom had four four kids with four different boyfriends, then decided to turn lesbian and she had a, a girlfriend. Then after the girlfriend, she has a, a, a man. And I mean, she's, she's dating a man. She's pregnant with a fifth kid. And I see these kids in my class. They are sisters, but from different fathers. And they are fighting. It's like mom's boyfriend. The other one is saying, no, it's mom's girlfriend. And she's like, I don't know. Love is love. And for them to be eight years old and be so confused, what is their mom? And what am I supposed to love? It just to me is that you are, well, I th it's a crime to the children. Yeah, to well, I think so it, it all goes back to, uh, be, for me, like I walk between the spirit world and the material world. And I've done that uh -huh. for years. That's where I'm at. My, you know, my numerology, my life path is 33. It's Christ consciousness. That's uh -huh. what, what it is. And I believe in numerology because that's also in the Bible. A lot of people don't right. talk about that. There's right. a book called Numbers in the Bible. Um, yes. So my life path is 33. It is Christ consciousness is what it is. And I'm not trying to say I'm like Jesus or anything like that. I try to embody a lot of the principles and things that he stood behind. But I am mm -hmm. not Jesus and I would never want to be a cult leader. So yeah. I look at everything from a spiritual standpoint. And what I see is I don't see a bunch of politicians or corporate leaders. or they, I see a bunch of satanic cult members running a swindle on the entire planet. And the reason why they're doing with this, this with the children is because it's the perversion of innocence. It's another one of their satanic rituals. They mm -hmm. are doing psychological warfare, cult manipulation on children because they know children are curious. And if they teach yeah. them about gay sex, what do you think the little boys at seven are going to be doing in the bathroom at recess? They're curious. They're going right. to be doing gay stuff, and they know that they're going to be doing this, and this is ex because they want to legalize pedophilia, and they, yeah. want, they want to destroy the family structure. When you're looking yeah. at Satanism, Satanism is the complete inversion of biblical text and, and, and what I refer to as natural law. So they want to invert everything that is sacred everything that is natural and turn it upside down on its head so much so that people they they just you barack obama could come out tomorrow and say that he fucked and trafficked children his whole presidency that he secretly hates black people and people wouldn't believe him even if it came yeah. out of his mouth that's how yeah. brainwashed these people are right. so 
well he i mean i posted yesterday and nobody even noticed or liked or not that care if they liked it but acknowledged uh president uh, i mean a, a former president obama said that he's pro it's it's a great time right now to support new world order nwo yes. he said and he's a personally I will get involved with this so you can trust that this is a good decision because we need globalization new world order yes. you know and if you are if you are you know ignorant in the sense that you don't know about it and if you don't know what new world order is which is a satanic thing yes. and it's control of all the population people are like oh but obama is doing it he's so charismatic and he's all this i'd rather have trump that doesn't give a shit and speaks you know and it says things like he doesn't offends have like people. A, i love yeah. that he offends people it's i, I, I love yeah, it said, um, i i love i love his expression when somebody says something he, he's like natural like you want to capture an actor you know natural that's what it is like when even in the debate people are saying and he's making faces is like it's affecting he's not putting a face like oh i'm going to act this certain way when he has to say something he's saying and i'm saying to him stop and he's like no let me express myself a natural person when you argue that's what you do you overlap you talk because you you want to defend your point and people are like oh he's so rude mute the mute the button and everything else no because he's being accused and our lies and he's like let me defend myself that's a natural yeah. action you know people but, they love political correctness and political yeah. correctness is just it's just like it's imprisoning and and like yeah. back to obama and and back to like satanism too like do you think Satan would appear as like a fucking, you know, a possessed demon worshiping? Red with horns. Or, or, Absolutely or would not. they show up like Barack Obama, smiling and politically of correct, course, like wearing snake. a suit? That's what. Yeah, like the know. snake, it's the beautiful things, you know? Yeah. It says, it says you can, you can get wisdom and you can, you will be smarter like God. I mean, I mean, Lucifer was was the most beautiful angel, yes. was in charge of music, in charge of a rain. You know, he, he, he had so much, and this was so gorgeous. Everybody looked at Lucifer and was like, what is this angel? And, he, and that's why it was a pride, and that's why it was all these things. So I always tell people, you know, darkness and Lucifer and devil does not come in, in darkness thing. It comes from things that you need. It comes the in more beauty. desperate you are, yeah, the more desperate you are, the, the, that's where it attacks you. The more money you need, that's where it attacks you. You need a girlfriend, you need a boyfriend. That's how it comes in the form of a partner. You need success. It comes in form of that. Somebody's going to offer you something that you are supposed, you're going to sell your soul for it. I was, um, yeah. I was very close to sign a deal with a management company in Miami and they were so interested on me. They liked my music. They liked what I was about. It's like, oh my gosh, you have talent. You have the, you know, you're beautiful and everything else. And we're so close to actually, they were flying here to have a meeting and they were connection they were connected to universal and i was like oh my gosh this is it i was so excited and then something happened and i don't know what happened and i just i did it just disappeared and i'm like what happened and i i was questioning myself did i do something wrong did i say something wrong did they see something and and they never give me an explanation and i found the explanation in my instagram is i put jesus and obviously they were in my instagram oh, I, put, I put jesus uh i have jesus with two crowns meaning king and, uh, and, and, you know, and I would put verses of the Bible in my stories or anything else. So I thought maybe it's that, maybe not. I wasn't sure. And then I see one of their artists in their music video and it is inverted, inverted um, cross signs and mm -hmm. devil signs. And this is one of their main artists they're sponsoring. Yeah. And then 
And then I continue seeing this and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is weird. And then they start their, their label. It's new world order, it's called. And I was yeah. like, well, and you... I was like, okay, okay. This was the answer. I mean, yeah. it's either God, it's either God closing their eyes and making me like they are disgusted of even having me like something. They're like, no, she's not good enough because God blinded them. Or they saw it and they said, she's so strong in her faith. We don't want to invest on somebody like that because she's not going to change. We need desperate people. We need weak people. Yes. We need somebody that desperately wants this fame so bad. It would give up God and it would be willing to put devil signs and, and sacrifice or whatever, whatever. I mean, just like, but it hurt so, me so much, Jeremy, because yeah. I was so close to be signed by Universal, which I always dream of to course. be by a big label you know yeah and it's just like you know what you have to wait on that timing and it's not worth it to lose your soul like like devil came so beautifully to jesus when he did not have food in the mountain of olive and he said i can give you food and i can give you the world exactly and from the mountain and he said everything we struggle i can give you mountain. the keys to all the kingdoms yes. and what do you think the musicians and i was literally just going to bring this up to you right now and you brought it up yeah I was going to tell you about when, when, when Lucifer tempted Christ on the mountaintop. Yeah. And he said, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of the world. Well, yeah. as you and me have found out, me, I found out a, a very long time ago, that as you found out recently, the kingdoms of the world, it's ran by Lucifer. All of this right. pop shit that we've all been into, the pop culture, all this stuff. I haven't really been into it for a long time, but you know, we, you can't ignore it now because it's everywhere. But as yeah. you're starting to see, and there's books. I remember this. This my my grandma. She's on her deathbed tonight. I just saw her. She's she's probably oh, not going to make it through the night. That's why I'm, I'm gonna sorry. I'm gonna be coming to L.A. in the next week for a couple of days. Uh, she probably won't even be around when I get there. But I no. remember when I was 14 years old and I was listening to, you know, uh, it was a song, and she's always been a pretty serious Christian. I was listening mm -hmm. to the song by uh, Depeche Mode, Your Own Personal Jesus. Mm -hmm. And she said, uh, she always calls me by my middle name, Joseph. Joseph, come here. I want to show you something. I'm like, all right, mm -hmm. what's up? So I go and I see her and she's like, yeah, I heard that song you're listening to. And just so you know, this is a book that I have about the music industry. I mean, this is when I was 14. This is 30 uh -huh. years ago. Right. She shows me this book about Satanism in the music industry. Well, since mm -hmm. then, particularly in the last 10 years, I have watched so much. I've read multiple books. I mean, there's tons of books on Satanism in the music industry. Tons. Yeah. yeah. And wh who was Lucifer was a musician. I mean, you see the yeah. Pied Piper, right? The pan. He's playing the flute. Yeah, he's he he is in charge. He was in charge of music. He is in the music industry. A lot of stories you hear. A lot of people that make it. I mean, you know, I necessarily you don't want to men mention name, but who cares? Who gives a shit, right? Like Billie Eilish came out of nothing and oh, nowhere. Yeah. Lady Gaga. And, and Lady Gaga was nobody wanted to to get you know to know about Lady Gaga. They told her she's not pretty enough to make it, and they had to make like a like a factor, like a, a shock factor for her. She was trained by the Abramahol bitch, which is a Satanist. She yes. was trained. That's her mentor. You know, she left her in the forest in her documentary, which yeah. I haven't seen it. I've seen a little bit. She left her in the forest naked and told her to find the way back, and it's like through the Satanism through. Yes. 
the uh, I don't know what it is like a spirit food or something they spirit cook. Cooking, yeah, uh, yeah. The Marina Abramovich. Uh, Marina, yeah. Yeah, she. Um, she, she cooked for the Oscars. She yeah. cooked for the Oscars. Yes. Every actor there, you know, I saw a documentary. There was actually kind of like a Halloween theme or whatever. It was a yeah. body where the food was in the form of a woman yes. body. And people were eating the fingers and people were eating the feet. Yeah. And it was kind of cool for them because it's artistic. Yeah. But no, it was it was a Satanic. lot of different messages, satanic thing. And then they were, what they were eating was blood sacrifices and yes. who knows how it was cooked. And these are all real. People are like, oh, you are so conspiracy theorists and you, yes. this does not exist and everything else. But everybody that you see coming out of nothing, you know, Rihanna, for example, or or Jay-Z or, or Kanye West, that got so crazy, went from God to devil to God. He doesn't know where he is. He has mental problems right now. You know, that's what happens when you walk away from God. And like I said before, you lose that protection. You are so embedded but desperate about having the money, having the success, having the glory. And, the you know, they say, do not set aside the world, do, yeah. you know, and leave God behind. And he was so eager and desperate and thirsty to have this world audience and walked away from Jesus because Jesus didn't give him that, you know. And then now he suffers from mental problems and he wants to find that guy, but he's confused and he wants to throw the candidature i mean britney spears and all these people oh, that yeah. actually it reminds me one verse that god says in the bible about david when david cheated and i mean killed the 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 man of the woman that he loved and it was like a sin because this woman was so beautiful and he had to kill uh, her husband to be with her and then the first child they had died and god says i'm willing to forgive you and you know david is one of the the most important figure in the yeah. bible the, the heart of David was so loved by God and says the heart of David, you know, but God says, I will forgive you and I love you, but you will have the consequences of your choices. Mm -hmm. So the choice that he made to betray and to kill and, and to get this woman, not only his first child died, but his second child as well, you know, took over the kingdom, wanted to, to fight David. It was against David. And he's like, why is this happening to me? Because you chose that. And all these artists that you see, Lady Gaga suffering from a rare blood disease, Kanye West having mental issues, Britney Spears shaving her head, you know, and all you you see them like having five, six years of, of uh, eight years of, of success and then falling so bad and being so depressed and being so empty. That's what it is. You think you have everything and it just eats you alive from his, inside, you know? Yeah, well, and, and, and you got to think like, you know, back to like Marina Abramovich like this woman is a satanic high priestess for yeah. the elites I mean for Hillary mm -hmm. Clinton for Podesta her and Jay-Z were doing things right um so this woman's uh facade is that she's an artist it's like yeah but you know I, I'm an artist and I never carved an upside down pentagram on my stomach like she did I'm an right. artist. I'm not holding severed goat skulls that have been skinned. Uh -huh. I'm an artist. I'm not cooking with blood. This is to me. This is all. This is all magic. They're they're right. using demonic magic. Yeah. And 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 so, when you have people that are like, "Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist," it's like, "Okay, great. You can call me a conspiracy theorist. You're a fucking clueless idiot, and you're going to be the <laughs> first person to die when shit yeah. gets serious because you're so fucking dumb." And unaware and you've given all your power and your illusions to the television I mean it's the yeah. name of it is a tell a vision 
Yeah. Right. And and then yeah. not only is it a tell a vision, but they're broadcasting. They're casting spells, and they have channels because they're mm -hmm. channeling spirits and yep. media because it's a medium. And and what what else is it called? A program. Mm -hmm. right? I got to watch my program. Yeah, exactly. You have been enchanced and in and en en entranced and enchanted by a fucking box of electricity uh, of illumination just like like lucifer the light bearer it is yeah. a light bearer and, and the symbol for lucifer is electricity and that's what runs yeah. all of our stuff so people they want to argue with you about things they haven't studied the thing, the thing is that uh it's so easy to be simple and it's so difficult to go in depth with anything in life you know, you go and do a job. A lot of people like a nine to five. They don't want to work for themselves. They don't want to create something. They don't want to uh, discover and explore exactly. what are their talents? What can they do? Mm -hmm. They prefer to wake up in the morning, five o'clock a.m., get ready, eat the same cereals mm -hmm. that they have, or stop at, at McDonald's, get a coffee, go to this cubicle, do their thing, <coughs> come back and have a family and they have kids and, and be stressed about it and take them to, to you know, and this is like a routine. Yes. Nobody wants to go deep and say, hey, what do I want to do with my life? How can I retire soon? How can I travel the world? Yes. How can I make something for my kids? How can I surprise my wife? Something. Leave, you know, get, exit the, the, the routine because you are going this circle. It's like, man, this is life. That's why my, my the people of my age, my country, they're all with kids. I don't have kids. They're all with either. kids. They're all married. And they're like, oh, man, we are old. I never say that word. Never. That yeah. word never comes out of my mouth. And I wanted to get in. I wanted to talk with you about yeah. that. But go on. You and, never and say you're I'm old. I, know, I never say I'm old because for me is like I have so many things to do. And God does not teach me that. I am limited by age. I'm limited by, by by years of my life. At a certain time, you have to do something. You know, I'm always taught that I can do anything I want. I'm going to go work out. I was working out right now before you called me. Yeah, me too. I don't believe in, I don't believe in limitations. I don't believe like, you know, I encounter people and say, like, oh, you're not 17 to start music and right now. And it's just like, oh, J-Lo. I'm like, well, J-Lo make it. Oh, J-Lo, it's J-Lo, you know? And they are like. J-Lo's a brujeria. She's in the fucking Santa. She's a black witch. That's what she's yeah. into. <laughs> <laughs> but but people people are they don't want to see this deep. They want to see. Oh, okay, it's simple. It's not gonna happen. And every time you know, even when I go to an audition, or they're like like this. Actually, you know, two days ago, a friend of mine introduced me to ex manager of Ricky Martin, the Draco Rosa that actually made Ricky Martin. And Ricky Martin is gorgeous and it's beautiful, but you know, let's face it, the guy, you know, does not have the, the best voice, right? Mm -hmm. But Draco Rosa brought the best out of it, found the right producer and everything else. So here I am, he introduced he sends my music to him. And the first thing the guy said is that she's fine for Albania. And it's just like, I have not been in Albania in 17 years. I have nothing about Albania. I don't sing in Albania. I don't even identify with the culture anymore. I sing more Spanish than, than Albanian, you know? Uh -huh. And he's like, he's fine for Albania and the dance music. I don't even represent that because he does pop, jazz, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then the guy said, I get it that you do pop and deal with jazz musician, but I know you know a lot of people. Like, you know, obviously he helped Ricky Martin. And then he said to him, word by word he she has been in the industry for a long time it's hard to create excitement for her trust me yeah 
you know. And it's just well, like because he saw my first song was 2011. And it's just like, it's like a uh, kind of a controversy. People ask you, how long have you been doing it? Because you have been doing it for two or three years. You are not, you are not uh, good enough because it's like only two years. And then now you're telling them, I have been doing it for nine years. They're like, oh, but you have, you have been too long not making it. Well, so it's hard to create you, well, look, you know? Look at, look at like, this is what they want. They want the young ignorant impressionable people to come into the yeah. industry so they can abuse them so they can use them yeah so that they can deceive them into pushing their propaganda and their satanic you know bullshit yeah and you know you look at a lot of these musicians i mean look at madonna now jesus Ugh. right yeah look at so many of uh, uh, britney spears like you said she was gorgeous right yeah all yeah. of these women were just so beautiful. Look at them now, 15 Lost. years later, 20, Empty. 30 years later. They you look like they've been face. ran over by a train, lit yeah. on fire, yeah, and then crawled out of a ditch because yeah. they've been used, abused, exploited. They sold their souls to get yeah. what they have. And we always find out in the end, you know, you get all so this. Temporary. You get That's the so world. Temporary, Jeremy. It's so temporary. It's temporary. Which I wanted to talk to you about right now too is, is uh, you know I'm I'm gonna be 45 in January, right? I don't look uh -huh. like it. I don't act like it. This week, tonight, before we did our podcast, I went to kickboxing for an hour and 15 minutes. This is the third awesome. time this week I went. Right, that on Monday mm -hmm. I went for two hours. We we trained for an hour, then we sparred for an hour, right? Mm -hmm. And then last night I went. And then tonight I went and tomorrow I'm going to go for two hours. We're going to go train for an hour and then we're going to spar for an hour. Right. Uh, -huh. uh How many motherfuckers in their forties do you know doing things like that? No, they are not. They are fat. They're, I'm sorry for saying it. It sounds weird, but they're fat. They're obese. They are, they are, you know, they're slouching. They're depressed. They are, you know, you're like, we're lacking energy, man. Oh man, we are old now. Yeah. Let's focus on, you know, and that's, that's the mentality that that's what I was saying. People like to say after the past of 30, oh man, it's done now. Let's just like, you know, let's just clap. I always tell people, you know, don't sit and clap for other people's success. You need to be the success. Exactly. Do whatever it takes. I, I, I'm not a clapper. I'm a doer. I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, that's so good. Oh, she married him. So happy for them. Yeah. I'm, I'm we followed all the rules that this bullshit world put on us. That's why I never yeah. had kids. I never even got a girl pregnant. And I've had sex with a lot of women. Yeah. Right? I've had a lot of fucking girlfriends. I just knew. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. I've known for probably 25 years that I would be around to see the revelation unfold. Mm. I've known it. And I was like, why the yeah. fuck am I going to bring a kid into this shit show when yeah. I know damn well some serious shit? You know, just if you just follow conspiracies enough, you can see what the government's up to, what they got planned. You may not know exactly what they got planned, but you know it ain't going to be something good. You know yeah. that it's not going to be honest. You know that it's going to involve you being, you know, having to surrender your house or whatever it's like why the fuck would i would i bring children into this fucking mess like no yeah. no way and man like you said like we have so many friends that have kids 
and not you know they don't even know what they're going to do now and it's and well it, you know the, the pressure the pressure is always i mean even in my country uh, i want to be finish, as miserable as my parents yeah well the, the the pressure is this uh there is a formula in the world that works you finish school you finish high school at, at least in europe you finish high school, you, then you are like, oh, you have to get married now. You're going to marry somebody yeah. that we know, that we know it's a good family. And it might not be love. You meet the person, oh, it's a good guy or it's a good girl. Good. Let's have a family. Let's have some kids. Let's start this life. And it's just like, it's like a boring circle. There is no yes. excitement. There is no nothing. Yeah. And you don't know who you are. You don't know what your talent you have. You are doing what your parents told you. Be a dentist, be a lawyer, be a teacher, be something. And you're like, okay, well, this is what I'm supposed to be. And I, I was supposed to bring the kids and everything. And I love kids. I want to have a family. You know, but I'm not gonna too. run. I'm not, I'm not gonna run to the next man right now if I see like give me a baby, yeah. you know, because it has to be somebody that is ready. It has to be somebody compassionate, caring, loving. It has to be somebody that is not gonna walk out the moment that things get tough. I don't want to have a a kids uh, be a single mom. I don't want to have kids going to two families. Oh, God forbid, you know, you never know what life brings. But the point is, we have the choice to make, and there is no need to rush in having something just because you want to have it. And it's okay to not have it in your in your 17 or 20. Like t- people tell me, 26, you passed 26. This is the time to have kids. What are you going to do right now? I'm like, I'm going to find myself. And if God doesn't want me to have kids because he has other plans for me, so be it. Yeah. I'm going to have a kids company with 50 kids. I'm going to help kids. And that's my purpose. Yeah. I want to I wanna feel like a mother. I want to feel experience of being a woman and using my ovaries to bring you know, life. I just, I love to have that, but it's just like, I'm not going to rush on the next man that is six feet tall and gorgeous. I'm like, Oh, okay. Give me a baby. I need your sperm. It's just like, no, I'm not, not going to do that either. Here, here you go. I mean, what, what we're talking about right now is the perfect allegory for people living for other people, people yeah. sacrificing their true identities, sacrificing their spiritual growth, sacrificing who they are to follow the norms in society because that's what you're supposed to do. And and it's it's also an out it's just it plays out exactly how we're dealing with things today. People yeah. terrified but whatever their television tells them. It's like there's so much bullshit around. I'm not saying COVID isn't real, but it's not as dangerous, not even close, right. not even a thousandth is dangerous if they've made it to well you don't understand my uncle and it's like yeah your uncle was a fat piece of shit who never took care of himself and drank every fucking night and he had yeah. two pre-existing conditions of course he died yeah, yeah that's sad but hey oh well maybe he should have thought about his health 20 years ago right yeah and, and this i mean is, this... i mean like a regular flu as well has taken so many lives normally that we don't know swine flu for example h1n1 we don't know what happened because it wasn't televised because democrats were in power and they hide everything obama and biden was there and we didn't see anything but it oh, was, swine flu was a big deal but that was a big deal you know people are dying from obesity people are dying from oppression depression from uh, heart attacks, all these things. And it's, it's during this time of COVID, we didn't see anybody die of heart attack. We didn't see anybody die of anything else. Everybody no, they're dying of COVID. suicide. <laughs> but, but everybody was COVID. It's like there is no way. Doctors are standing up and are saying it's a 1% uh, causing 
a, a 99% fear. And it's like, it's just like, that's, that's what it's happening. And I'm and not saying it's not real. fear will make you sicker than anything. Yeah. But the thing is, is even with people was wearing masks and this obviously this is like a personal opinion people wearing masks and everything else you are limiting oxygen breathing yes. oxygen in your system without oxygen your 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 brain is not fed if your brain is not fed there's no oxygen in your system your blood doesn't flow to feed the organs everything crashes in your system people are telling me how is mask wrong you are not taking 100% of the oxygen you are releasing co2 in the mask, you are breathing it, releasing and breathing it back. I mean, put your head under the cover and try to sleep yeah. for six hours. You can't. I can't People even stay like ten headaches. seconds. People are getting headaches. They're getting they're getting uh, allergies, dermatitis. You know, yeah. their, their skin's breaking out. It's, it's, they're getting bacterial infections. And but science, and it's like, I'm sorry, dude. I just, I guess, I don't like to be told about what my reality is based off other people. I yeah. like to live my own life from experiences. Yeah. I like to eat healthy. I like to exercise. Uh, you know, I like to take supplements if I feel sick. And yeah. and we could all, if if big pharma wasn't so greedy. We wouldn't have to be taking vaccines. We could be taking specific herbs and plants yes. that would get rid of these illnesses. But, you know, people are like, oh, well, what about this pandemic or that? It's like you want me to believe that the Indians were killed from smallpox because they just they didn't their their body couldn't. You know, they could, it was a new disease. It's like, no, yeah. they were on the verge of death already. You starved them. You killed all their family members yeah. in front of them. They were freezing. You know, they, they were sleep deprived. Their immune systems were so compromised. Mm -hmm. Anything would have killed them, not just yeah. fucking smallpox. But people, uh, well, you don't understand. It's like, I, I understand perfectly. Like, like I said, I'm in my mid-40s sparring getting punched yeah. in the face and body by people half my fucking age multiple yeah. times a week. I know about health. I know yeah. about strength. People are afraid, and it's scary to spar yeah. some of these guys, right? It's scary because these guys are cage fighters and boxers, right? Right. It's scary. I face my fears. That's what you do. Yeah. I, I got right. my, my rib got cracked six weeks ago, right, oh. uh, from sparring. Right, yeah. it got cracked. This has happened before. I healed you up, okay? and three weeks later, I was sparring again. <laughs> right? That, that's, You're like, give me some more. Give yeah, me I, some more. You know, the, the, so like I get injured all the time. My 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 wrist, yeah. my left wrist got hurt uh, last week. Well, I've been wrapping it way tighter. I just haven't been punching as hard with it, right? But yeah. You know, it's just so many people, they're so scared of discomfort. And, you know, like like when I called you before we, we got on the podcast, I was like, hey, I just got out of the sauna. I sat in that sauna melting for 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I jumped in the shower and took an ice cold fucking shower in Washington. Yeah. The water is freezing. Nobody uh -huh. wants to take a cold shower. Yeah. I do uncomfortable things for yeah. a few reasons. Number one, it's healthy. Number two. Yeah. It, it allows me to face my fears. Number three, it cultivates my discipline. Yeah. So it's, it's, you do these things and lo and behold, next thing you know, you're not scared of much, 
right? Yeah. You're like, or you, you exit the routine and that's the routine kills people. People yes. don't understand this. Routine kills you. You wake up, you do the same thing over and over again. You don't have, your spirit is dead. And if you don't have a spirit and you are walking like a zombie, you start believing everything people say. You Oh, it's tough. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. The same with COVID. You know, it's so hard for people to open their eyes and say, wait a second. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, wait a second. I have to question this. Question it. It's okay to question things. But everybody's like, you're so insensitive. My healthy grandmother died. My healthy uncle died. You know what? People die every day. Exactly. People are got sick every day. But don't close a whole country yeah. and put people to depression. And people don't even can even survive. They are losing jobs. They are losing houses. They're yes. they're. they're they're losing their mind. They're abusing each other. They're punching each other. You are killing 70% of the of the whole country because of 1% virus. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not okay with it. No, me you either. Know? And, I mean, them, I posted this. Would yeah. we even know about coronavirus? Would we even think anything was different at all if the television didn't tell us to think this way? No, it must be a flu. It's like a seasonal flu. Damn. That's it. That's it. I mean, we wouldn't we wouldn't even know what's happened in Spain or Italy or anything else. But that Italy right now, I don't know if you saw what I posted. It's outrageous. They they're outraged. They're out in the street. Firenze, Napoli, all these places. Mm-hmm. They're out. They're saying we are done. We yes. want, you know give our freedom back. Open the country. Yes. Open the country. They're done. People because they're are starving. Done they're starving. They don't have they're anything. Starving they're, and dying they're because they're social people and they walk. When it's a global walk, control. It's yeah, a global when, when control. you walk around and you get your heart beating and you breathe in air yeah. constantly, you're healthy. We're social creatures. We're meant to socialize. We're not supposed to wear a mask like like they used to do the black slaves. They used to make them wear yeah. masks or like women in Islam, which are basically slaves. Yeah. It dehumanizes people. It, like you said, it makes them ignorant because it the lack of oxygen. Oxygen yeah. does help our, our brain flow. I mean, even it makes even us submissive. Absolutely. It's like, you know what they say when somebody kidnaps you or somebody, you know, they come from behind and close your mouth in the form of a mask. That's what you are. You are limited. You cannot speak. You cannot breathe. You cannot act. You know, they put their hand in their mouth from behind. And that's how the people, you know, block you and limits your movements. And that's what the mask is. I mean, uh, going back to there is a very powerful picture. 1912, when the Spanish flu was happening, I think it was 1912, if I'm not mistaken. They have all these beds of people that are sick. They put them in the sun. They, they didn't know what to do. On the Spanish flu, they didn't know. They put them under the sun. The people start healing. Yes. Sun creates vitamin D in your body. It mm-hmm. releases vitamin D. Vitamin D is strength for your body. People believe vitamin C actually gives you immunity. Actually, it's vitamin D. Vitamin D, the sun is so powerful. People, if you notice, I mean, a lot of people lack vitamin D. Yes. There is a reason for it. There is a control from a pharmaceutical business. And what Trump is doing as well, it's eliminating the big pharma. And he said, I'm going to be in trouble. I don't know if I'm going to survive because he's against the big pharma. That's why I like what he has done. And people are like, orange men, orange men, that's all they know. Tell me something that you hate about the orange men. Oh, grab by the pussy. Okay. So, you big know, everybody, deal. everybody. Everybody has done something. Everybody yeah, and, and all these people that are so offended by him saying grab him by the pussy, they all listen to, to hip hop. Right? Yeah. 
exactly. Like, it's like you guys all listen to bitch, 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 slut, 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 get her yeah, drunk yeah, and yeah. fuck her in the butt. Drip it's, it, drip it, drip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, or the taxes. People were so offended about the taxes. I'm like, excuse me. I'll, I'll be the first to tell you that I had to find a tax person to do my taxes. And, you know, I told him, please figure it out so I can make enough money because I need to do to keep going, you know, I need to make more money. Everybody's trying to figure it out how to survive and how to make a profit or anything else. And then they put him off. Oh, he paid 700 something for the taxes and he hasn't done this thing. It's just like, okay, what else you got? <laughs> we don't care about what he did with the taxes. I don't. They, they all want to see his tax information, but nobody gives a fuck about the emails. It's like, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, that. that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, there's so many things that that it's just ignorance and 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 protecting lies and you know when you do shit like you arrest people for going to the beach but then you release yeah. convicts from mm. prison early for violent yeah. offenses when we're yeah. supposed to quarantine according to them and wear masks it's like well can't you just give these convicts masks yes. and quarantine yes. them because yeah. that that's 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 what it is it's like it doesn't make sense for a purpose. And they'll say shit like, well, we didn't know what to do. It's like, like you said, in, in the early 1900s, they put him in the sun and they started healing. Yes. Yeah. They knew exactly what the fuck to do. But yeah. again, there's small groups of people who capitalize off the suffering of man. And, and that's why this is happening. They're getting insurance money for deaths. They're getting insurance yeah. money for fucking uh, uh, COVID positives. Yeah. And, and so... And, and then, well, and, then what? And, they, said, and then they're gonna there's gonna be a huge real estate market for a bunch of rich people because it's gonna crash, it's gonna go down. Then there's gonna be a big buyout, and then it's gonna catapult again. They do it in the stock market all the time. So it's yeah. a win, 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 win for the elites. And 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 all they gotta do is put some shit on the television to convince a bunch of fucking retards with peasant mentality to yeah. just espouse all their freaking. They're irrational bullshit and virtue signal and be politically correct. And these idiots are chanting their way into the grave and their own imprisonment. They're like yeah. begging for communism because they're so spoiled and so they don't stupid. Even know. They don't. But Jeremy, I lived in communism. I know. And they, don't even, they don't even know what it is. You no don't idea. have any rights. You, uh, I mean, I, I remember my mom every Sunday, they are forced to come and clean the whole neighborhood. They're forced to do exercises in the morning, which is not bad, right? They're being yeah. healthy. But everything is, is we, you know, we couldn't eat more than three eggs. We were five people in home. We are three kids. There were three eggs. And three eggs was good for only five days. And we had one pound, well, it was their kilogram. We had one kilogram of cheese. And you can have the one kilogram of cheese only for two weeks. And you had to deal with that. We were five kids. My mom, I would remember, she would make an egg and we would share it. We would eat rice for us was luxury. Like if we had rice at home, it was like, oh my gosh, it's such a good day. I was so happy. And then a, a, a cousin would come. And I'm like, why do cousins come always when we have rice? It was the contrary. Rice was such a luxury. It was made only when cousin came because hosting was so important. And it's just like, when I think of it right now, of everything you are so limited i have friends in cuba i actually am working with a producer from cuba i see their life there they are in the line three hours to buy bread they can't even afford it they can't a doctor in cuba is paid 45 dollars a month and then they cannot even eat a doctor a dentist a friend yeah. of mine 
His sister is a dentist. They helped her here. A dentist, a surgeon, makes $40 a month in Cuba, yet, you know, she has to pay for things. A juice is $2, you know. And it's so hard to survive in a communist country because everything is controlled. The, even when tourism is happening, people are going to hotels. These hotels are controlled by the government. They make the money. And yes. then they have this control on people. And people cannot stand up. They are so poor. They are so weak. They are so limited. And they cannot stand up. That's what they do. And people don't know that. That's what communism is. And, and that's what they're saying. Mandatory mask, taking the second amendment yes. from you, taking the, the ability to believe in God, bowing on everything, ruining sculpture and crosses and churches and, uh, you know, investing in riots. And who is going to pay for the Our tax is going to pay for everything that is being oh, yeah. ruined. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean they, BLM, for example, somebody said it so beautifully, uh, you know, this movement, it's like they had to choose a victim a community, a community that is still bruised and hurts and is weak and always thinks about the slavery and always think yeah. about, oh, I'm being racist. They didn't use Mexican people. They didn't use brown skin because guess what? Mexican <laughs> people go work all day. They don't complain. They don't get you know help from the government. They're out there. They go and do fiesta all the time, but they work like 12 hours. Their wife is working. <laughs> You know, and they, they don't know what it is to ask for help. But they are workers. You cannot manipulate Latin community in the sense that, oh, you are being slaves because they are hard workers. Yeah. You manipulate a community that consistently said that, oh, I'm being abused. I'm taking advantage. Is the race card over and over and over. over. Let's use them. They are manipulating. They are yeah. weak. Let's use them. But we are not going to benefit them. They're not helping black people. When I say BLM is bullshit, uh, you know, my black friends are like, how dare you say this? You are race. I'm not. I love black people. I love black culture. I mean, music and sport yes. and everything else. We They're grew so up super on hip hop. They're like, gorgeous people. Yeah. you know and and for me it's like like it's so cool i love dress like you know hip-hop i like taking hip-hop classes or my my music is latin urban i have the reggaeton and all this thing my music and it's just like i i love and adore different cultures but i'm telling you this is not for you it's not helping you no it's, it's, it's not rich you... white people using the suffering <laughs> exactly. the it's rich white people bad. using the suffering of, of, yes. of black people to further yes. their political agenda exactly. and their Marxist, Leninist, Stalin, communist uh, movement. But there is this hate, but there is this hate that is waking up on people. I remember at a certain time when this started, I didn't have a job. So I stood, started driving Uber and I had black people getting in my car and they were like, and I would tell them, if you are a certain number of people, you cannot get in the car. It's too many. You cannot get in the front. This was the rules of Uber. And they would tell me, oh, do you want me to protest for this as well? Just because they saw I was white. I'm not even white, white. I'm Mediterranean. I come from Albania. We are not even considered white, yeah. you know? Yeah, and it's just like that they, they see the skin color and they feel like an, an enormity that, that they look at it's like, oh, she hates me because I'm black. I'm like, I don't. These are the rules. You cannot get in my car with three kids. You cannot sit in front. You know, we are going through this and people are so sensitive. It's like, oh, what? The first thing is like, oh, because I'm black. I didn't say that, you know. Oh, because you are white. I didn't say that, you know. I'm, yeah. I, I don't have to apologize what other people did in the past. It's not me. It's not your grandmother. It's not your father going through it. It's like I remember when I was studying Japanese in college and there was this Korean kid. 
and was telling me, I don't want to talk to that girl. I'm like, why? Because she's Japanese and we, we were in war. I said, who was in war? Oh, uh, you know, great, great grandfather, we were in war. I said, but you two are not in war. Your father is not in war you know, with, you know, with, their, yeah. with his her father. Why do you have this mentality? I hate this person because this will happen in the past. Heal it. You are responsible, everybody living in this world you are responsible to heal and unite and love and yes. change and use your thing don't go with the mentality oh but other people have done and that's what when i was speaking about blm i was telling listen everybody has suffered from a different country albania Absolutely. was in, albania was invaded by italy by germany by turkey by greece uh, you know if i was now going around to hate on everybody I wouldn't even talk to half of the world exactly. saying that, hey, you you, yeah. you invaded us. You know, the same with uh, with Serbian, Serbian and Kosovo. Serbian just like bared Kosovo people in this, you know, genocide. And I don't know what's going around hating and saying, I need reparation for what you have done to my great grandfather. You know, like I saw this article in Seattle. Uh, there were black people invading a Trader Joe and they demanded 15% of Trader Joe money to pay for their reparation and it's just like what is this like a gangbang like going and like here in downtown la actually there is a certain area the gangs go and retrieve the tax for the community because they own the community and nobody can do anything about it so actually these people selling in that area they have to pay the gangs yep. a 10 or 15 percent well this there's, is the, there's this there's this thing that that goes and i, I posted it recently Never negotiate with a terrorist. That goes for mm -hmm. an unruly child or an ignorant college kid. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, it's like I'm not going to negotiate. Like, if you show up on my doorstep with a vaccine in your hand and tell me I need to get vaccined, there's going to be no negotiating about it. I know exactly what I'm going to do to you, and I'm not afraid of my fate. So yeah. everybody is controlled by fear. They're controlled by lies. They're controlled by... Uh, the, the misinformation or their lack of knowledge of history or just, you know, psychology in general. So everybody's a victim and everybody's owed something. But really, it's just it's like our country is just it's suffering from spoiled brat syndrome. And yeah. and and the and I believe like, you know, politically, the left is a bunch of spoiled, ignorant brats and they don't see it because brats never do. And the mm -hmm. right is like, dude, we're getting ready to spank you, dude. We're going to. And, and, and if there is another civil war, I hate to tell it to you, liberals, you're not going to win. It's going to go down yeah. the same way it went down the first time. And it went down the first time because you guys were spoiled brats back then. You wanted to enslave people and, and do shitty things to people. So it's the same thing. You know, history always repeats itself. And hopefully it won't repeat itself again like i don't want to go to war with anybody i don't want to have yeah. to have a shootout with people on my doorstep that have vaccines i don't yeah. want to have to do that shit but i know that i will if i have to and i'm not afraid to say that that i'll do that because i fucking will do that shit I, well, i'm not going to surrender to yeah. to the satanic hierarchy i'm not going to surrender to the government or the television i live my own life a man of free will a free man, as free as I can be in these times. And, and I'm not just, you know, to live, I will die on my feet before I live on my knees. And that's pretty yeah. much it.
and that's beautiful and you know and one of the things that was that bothered me as well seeing all these people bow down I don't know who are taking a knee for what with a mask and they are so hypocrite because I posted yesterday something about Cuomo that he made such a big deal about the president not wearing a mask and he was like oh my god he's Cuomo killed more people than anyone else Cuomo killed more people not only that but he is seen uh, many times not wearing a mask smoking a cigar while he had the virus and i believe it was in april he was he had covid he was in hamptons without mask with people next to him celebrating and everything else he was captured and then he said i want to choke the critics i want to punch them in in a live tv on cnn he said that's what i want to do and the cnn reporter said you know ignore ignoring people is the best silence is the best answer how would you accept a governor of a, of, a, of a big state saying that you want to choke critics and punch them and you are seen without mask why you as a reporter you are supposed to report the truth you're supposed to bring the news you know how are you as a reporter saying hey i understand that you feel frustrated with the critics but what is a this is a hypocrisy you are against trump not wearing a mask but you are not wearing one yourself like spoiled, i want to know again spoiled brats like yeah. cuomo believes that he can make all the rules break them but we all have to follow them and that's the biggest problem that i have with all of this is like yeah. all these idiots love being punked out and told what to do but on on, on the flip side they all want to fight oppression they're all rebelling yeah. against the government but the TV that tells them what to do because of the government, they're they're all like, they're 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 all raging against the machine, while at the same time listening to what the machine tells them to do. It's like you guys yeah. are so stupid, you're so weak, you're so spoiled, and and you are probably going to wind up at some point getting exactly what you asked for. But it's yeah. not going to be what you wanted. It's going to be what you needed, but it's yeah. not going to be what you wanted. And 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 when you throw your tantrums, then you will be locked up or you will be murdered. That's what will happen. And, and you know what's going to happen? It's like with those people, you know, when God warns you once and twice and three times and you still do it and then you fall and you're like, God, but please help me. And it's just like, I, I told you three freaking times. Yeah. You didn't want to hear. And you're going to be like, you know, even with these Democrats, like I have people that actually have deleted and blocked me. And they are like, oh, you know, they have kids and they speak about against pedophilia and they have a business, a restaurant that is closed for months. And it's just like, I don't understand how can you support Democrats? You have kids and you have a business and it's, a, you know, the rioters are against your business burning it. You cannot open your business to yeah. have to give food to your kids. Your kids are out there in school being taught all this evil crap and Satanism is being, you know, uh, the culture, the Satanism, the religion, they're yeah. demanding to be taught to schools yeah. like, because they want freedom. And it's just like, how can you be a Democrat and have all this thing? Your life is being threatened. Yeah, your life is being destroyed. I don't have kids. And you're and supporting I, it. It's like, you know, exactly. It's like you and can't I told this guy, make it up. 
It's exactly. so I told ridiculous. This guy, I thought you are a Republican in denial because everything you stand for, like you want to protect your business, like you want to protect, bring food to your table, you want to open your restaurants and you want to help your kids and you are against pedophilia. You are supporting the very own party that creates all this problem. Wake up, yeah. you know? Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. Hey, listen, I got to get going. Uh, yeah. I really, really great. enjoyed doing this podcast. <laughs> this, this is a really good one. And, and I, <laughs> this is a great one. Um, and I have a feeling a lot of people are going to really like this one. And I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here and speak to me. And I'd like to do it again sometime if, if, if you're into yes. it. You are very welcome. And I loved it. And it was so great to catch up with you. It took years, but I, I see you on Facebook and, you know, and I am glad that we touched base and let's keep in touch. Yes, absolutely. Uh, do you want to give anybody any of your information or anything before we go? Yeah, okay. okay. Um, so Facebook, Angie Giga, if you are ready to hear my political side of, uh, of you, my music. <laughs> so <laughs> you are there already. My music is under Agneza. Uh, it's A-N-J-E-Z-A, Agneza. It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. My Instagram is Agnesa Music. My YouTube is Agnesa Music. I have an inspirational book uh, in Amazon called The Book by Agnesa Njigega. Writing my second book, A Heart That Bleeds Love. And I have uh, my kids' company, Bechlem Star, which is spelled B as a boy, E as an elephant, C as a cat, H as Henry, L as Larry, E as an elephant, M as Mary, Bechlem Star. Uh, we provide art classes to under-resourced children to inspire and empower them to make better choices. Dealing with under-resourced children that comes from a background of not having, uh, a, you know, family being abused or not having financial uh, support. So trying to make a difference out there. And I would love to hear from people and connect. Well, thank you very much. And we'll be in touch. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Guys, thanks again for listening. Hold it down. Do the right thing. Love, healing, and truth. Take care of your health. Take care of your sanity. Take care of your well-being. Take care of your spirit. See y'all.